Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey, everybody, welcome to Big Blend Radio Soul Diving Sunday show with Shelly Wizen. We love this um, because we really get to be, it's not woo-woo as a sense. It's about actually being real about life, making good decisions for yourself and living a yummy, delicious life. She always wants me to say this and she wants you to say that. Shelly Wizen is the ultimate soul diving guide. She's a founder and CEO of the Soul Diving Institute. You can go to her website, ShellyWizen.com. And speaking of yummy, delicious, she's the author of What Do You Bring to the Table? A Savory, Sensory, and Inspirational Guide to Living a Yummy, Delicious Life. See, she's also the author of The Healing Journal and The Story of the Magical Baby Grand Piano. So she's also works with people as a transformational life coach. In fact, that's a main focus of what she does. She's got courses on her website. She does individual coaching. So go to her website, ShellyWizen.com. So Shelly, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. How are you? I get, I'm doing good because I get the giggles every time I say yummy, delicious. Seriously. I know. That's it. That's all. No, but I start giggling. I really uh-huh. do. It's like, I'm being yummy, delicious. Uh-huh. Are we yummy, delicious? I am. Yeah, good. good. <laughs> but you know, You're- well, mosquitoes find that now. It's summer, right? And uh-huh. you know, Nancy and I travel and go to parks. Well, I've now learned that mosquitoes think I'm yummy, delicious. Some ticks have reasons, but we don't need to talk about that. But, you know, sometimes you, well, I'm excited about today's conversation. It kind of ties into that. Yeah. You know, what's 4th of July is coming up, but we want to talk about independence and what does that mean about authenticity? And, and it's, it's interesting because, you know, when we were young, we just get that wild and free. We can do anything right. Then life teaches us well there's responsibility so isn't it really at the same time we want to still have that wild and free thing where you can walk into the woods but you've got to still make decisions so that you don't get bitten by the ticks let's put it that way so it's responsibility but we can we don't want to lose what is the yummy delicious right that's right yeah the yummy delicious lives inside of us Mm-hmm. And we, we can manifest it on the outside of us. See, I was just talking to a friend of mine about um, uh, this whole notion of being in the spiritual realm and being in the physical realm. And in the spiritual realm, everything is possible and is happening all at the same time. Mm. But if you want to see something manifest in the physical realm, you actually have to do something and it takes physical steps. Like if you want to go to New York, or like you came to Kansas City, you needed to get into the car, drive for however many hours it was, get out of the car, unpack your things, get into bed. You know, there were a, there were several mm-hmm. steps you needed to do. In your mind, you could do that all in a moment, in a moment's flash. You could have already been where you were. Imagine yourself in Kansas City, already been there in the bed, and it happens in a flash. And so manifesting things on a physical realm takes an action, takes a Mm -hmm. physical action. So this whole notion of being independent and feeling ourselves independent with a sense of freedom, what does that actually look like in the world? Mm -hmm. We can feel that way on the inside. We can have that whole 
realm of independence and freedom and non-judgment and kindness and all of that stuff going on on the inside, but how we manifest it on the outside is what matters in the world. I I want to bring up an interesting example. So independence, we start to know what we like and what we don't like as we grow up, right? Yeah. Um, Sometimes our tastes will change. Good, right? Because if we stick with not growing, then like it's not yummy, delicious. Yummy, delicious comes from trying the next flavor of cake, you know, that you may think that you don't like, but then you're like, ooh, right? So that's that taking those steps. So it goes beyond your comfort zone, beyond fear, right? Mm -hmm. So these are rational, easy decisions to make when it comes to cake. But I'm going to go to maybe dating. And I wonder, there's a teenager side of us that may do that thing where you're going to go date someone and they're maybe all into this kind of music. Oh, I love that kind of music. And maybe you don't. Or, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll watch football. I could never pretend that because I have a damn clue. And I'd ask him to put classical music on to watch it because it's funny. Men in tights, you know. Um, So I wonder about that with relationships. I think it's one of those examples where how we're here we are inside. We know who we are, what we like, and maybe we're still processing that. I think it's always a nonstop thing. But are we projecting on the outside in within our relationships, in the tasks we do? Are we doing it at work? You know, that kind of thing. Or are we always kind of um, taking our independence and who we are, what makes us us and giving it away over to somebody else. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we take this, which is, I I always like to use symbols, the remote control. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we give this remote control to someone else and we forsake our independence or our authenticity, and we give it to somebody else because we're not exactly sure of who we are. So we want to comply or we want to mold ourselves into what we think somebody else wants us to be. So they will say, okay, I like this, I like this, and control the different things that they like in us. I know I've certainly done that over my Mm -hmm. life. When I was young, I um, I was living on a kibbutz, which is in Israel, and um, I was there for two weeks. And after two weeks, this soldier walked into the room, into the dining room, and he was like the most handsome soldier I ever saw in my Ooh. life. And he had a khaki uniform, a red beret, an Uzi on one shoulder and a guitar on the other. I mean, the image was the epitome of, you know, he's going to serenade me and protect me the rest of my life. I went for the image, but there were many things he didn't like about me. I was American. And then I started giving up so that he would like me. So I started giving this to him early on and Mm. then cry and I'd feel upset and blah, 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 blah. But you don't realize how we're giving up our own integrity. When we do that, when we start inching on our values, not situations. We can compromise situations, but when we start compromising our values, we start losing ourselves bit by bit by bit. And in the end, we give this to somebody else for our sense of well-being. And then Mm. we get to blame them for us not feeling happy. We get to do Oh, and then you become a control freak because then 
you might be the person trying to get people to live according to your thing as be. a flip yeah. side because don't, don't we go through those extremes yeah you did this over here gave it away then you go to the flip side to find you haven't found the balance yet and you could start trying to control somebody else's yeah i, I heard something it was an npr interview when we drive we listen to all these you know sure. geeky podcasts and they were and the gentleman said he chooses not to look at the word balance and i've always loved the whole idea of balance he said because our brains do this our hearts and emotions do this the chemicals we seesaw from one to the other so balance is oh god we hope we get to the middle whereas he says if we look at how we do things as harmony like if you're playing a piano you can play the melody and you can play the chords and the bass that's kind of how we need to look at it and i wonder about that because i thought that was pretty yummy delicious yeah, I think harmony I is good I like that analogy because if you look at it, if you look at it and something swinging, right? Mm -hmm. And balance is here. What, is it swinging? No, it's not swinging. It's just flatlining. Oh, so, so no action like you're talking about. Right. So it it is it is a swing. It's like the heart and the brain um, harmony when they're in what uh, Joe Dispenza calls it in coherence. It's mm -hmm. like if you're in a room and you're drumming, you've got a room full of drummers and everybody's drumming to a different beat. There's incoherence. But once you start getting into the beat of the harmony, like you're saying, mm -hmm. and of the rhythm, then the brain starts getting into that coherence. And so does the heart. And then they they work together. It's when we think something and our heart is in a different, we go against our heart. And we're out of coherence and then we don't feel very good. We do not feel yummy, delicious. We feel okay. like we've, we've compromised ourselves. We mm -hmm. feel like what, like we're not living our authentic self because mm -hmm. for the sake of whatever reason or ideology that we've got going on, you know, sometimes huh. we think we're supposed to be a certain way and, and we behave that way, but it's not really who we are. Hmm. So it's consciousness and action and knowing when to do inaction, right? So, right. I mean, I kind of go to Anne Frank, right? When we look at, we have, we have America as independence. You talk about it in your article and everyone, the link is up in the show notes. So no matter if you're watching or listening, wherever you're listening through the podcast, it's in the show notes. Um, you talk about, yeah, America's got this independence where in many countries, You've been to some, you know, we've lived in, you know, different places where independence isn't quite there. And there's a lot of places still suffering from independence, like even women's independence, right? Women's rights. Well, we won't go there, but you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's still issues in this country. We still have slavery going on and human trafficking and a lot of different things in a different way than the historical slavery. But, you know, there's a, there is you know, having this, like for us women to have a right to vote, it's very important. So if we don't take action, one day we're going to wake up and it's going to be gone. You know, you know what I mean? So I love what you're saying about the action, because that's even just for us as individual people. If we just keep going la, la, la through life and yeah, we need to make money to survive. We need to do this to provide. And we're not actually being conscious about our individuality, who we are. We're not actually happy, like you're saying, then we get crabby and we blame others, right? So there's a consciousness that has to be in harmony with the action. 
Right. And you're allowed to take non-action, like, hey, I'm not, that's not my battle. Like right. you're allowed to not take on every battle because there's that too. So that's right. what's important about knowing yourself, even for time management, for yeah. not being used up <laughs> to a point, right? Because yeah. yeah. people do that in their jobs. I see that all the time. Yeah. People will stay over, you know, overwork every all the time, not get compensated, not get the credit due. And then they get pissy and quit. And somebody lost a good employee because no communication. No, you know what I mean? And not yeah. taking a stand for themselves. Right. Hmm. right. Yeah. It's, it's being it able- got me all riled up now, Shelly. Okay. Good. <laughs> you know, I like to be riled up, Lisa. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's consciousness. Right. It is consciousness. But what we're talking about is consciousness. I mean, you know, the, the, that little baby three-step formula that I have, it's being aware is the first mm-hmm. step in changing anything in your life. Mm-hmm. It's being aware of what it is you are doing, how you are being, how you are feeling, how you are thinking, and what beliefs are holding you back from feeling that yummy, delicious life, from feeling incoherent in, in coherency mm-hmm. with your heart and your mind and your brain. Because, and your gut, those, those elements are very important. And then once you're aware of it, then you can Mm -hmm. choose, you can choose another belief. See, I think I was thinking about this the other day. I think that as human beings, we are so fortunate because we have the ability to believe. Mm -hmm. We have the ability to believe in anything we want to believe in. And how oh, and people do. <laughs> there's some, you know, some people, the Flat Earth Society, there's one. Sorry. There you go. There you <laughs> go. That's what they want to do. That's right. That's right. So we have the ability in our brain to believe something. So as an independent human being, because we are all independent human beings that are all on this earth together at this time. So in in a sense, we can say we are one because we are one energy. We are one, you know, uh, consciousness. There's a mass consciousness in the world. And we are individuals because we're individual bodies. We've been put in these individual avatars, these bodies of ours that walk around for us, with us, doing our life experiences, you Mm -hmm. know, with us, I mean, our souls are, are, non-physical consciousness that inhabits this being Mm -hmm. there's there's a non-physical consciousness that inhabits every single being and when we die that consciousness is no longer in the body it goes back out into the the atmosphere the 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 mass consciousness that Mm -hmm. we don't see we don't really know what it looks like or you know whatever some people who've died and come back give us some glimpses. Oh man, that's a trip. I I'm I that's my one of my biggest rabbit holes is the, the people who pass and come back. Mm-hmm. I I dig into that because they all say it's about happiness. Uh-huh. Pure happiness, you know. But I want to go back to what you're saying too, because we have these choices that we make, right? right. And it's so important. And Frank, because I, I didn't finish all that was and Frank had very few choices but she made a choice to do what she could in that moment 
no matter how bad it was, and chose positive belief over negative belief. So you're talking about the belief. Right. She chose positivity. She wrote stuff down, no matter how scared she was, how hard it was. She chose positive. And so we could do that in our own lives. And sometimes I wonder, like, maybe we come back. I think that's kind of cool if we do in different ways and whatever. Maybe I'll come back as an alpaca. I don't know. (laughs) Why not? I can pet you. Okay. (laughs) But you know, so they do spit and I promise not to spit on you. And I love camels. So that goes well. Yes, they spit too. Yeah. yeah, You know, but to do what we want to do here, uh, it's it's like when you meet people and they go, I don't know what I want to do. And I go like, I don't know how to fit everything in. Right. Right. So I have to always prioritize and list and list and list. What would be the first thing people can do now? And I know you do this with your yummy, delicious life. You've got a whole program on your site. What would be the first step for people to take to start going, who am I? Because I wonder if we need to self-check ourselves throughout life because life changes. We go through different experiences with shape and mold us. We have DNA stuff. I know that that happens from not, okay, woo-woo side past lives, but there is, I mean, we look at, our ancestry and DNA to see if our, if our ancestors had cancer or heart disease or diabetes to check ourselves, right? It comes through in our DNA. I believe there's other stuff coming through our DNA. That's just me. And I know that there's groups of people with real, like good, solid scientific brains doing that kind of stuff. So, but we have a choice to reverse the negativity. We have a choice in all of that. Yeah. So what would be the first steps for someone to say, okay, I need to actually know who the hell I am. Like, honestly, because you can't be independent if you don't know who you are. Right. Well, first um, I would go through, I would go through the three B's that I have. I would go through the beliefs. What beliefs are running you? I mean, examine, I would do some self-examination. What beliefs do you believe in? What beliefs do you hold to be true? What beliefs hold you back? What beliefs thrust you forward? What beliefs are going on in your being? I think that's a really basic place to start because everything we do in life is based on one of those beliefs. Hmm. Every single- Whether it's factual or not, it doesn't matter because a belief is a truth to your body. So if you believe you're overweight, you're overweight, whether or not you are. That's true. That's true. And overweight, yeah. meaning for your size, shape, whatever. Yeah, not even. I, yeah. Yeah. So that that's subjective, too. But what do and what do you believe is beautiful? What do you mm-hmm. believe? What do you believe about being human? What do you believe about God? What do you believe about the universe? What do you believe about consciousness? What do you believe about all of those things? And I would list a whole bunch of stuff to say, what do you believe? What runs you? At, what is your programming? What program runs your life? So oh, with are you it, on Windows 8? Exactly. <laughs> what program runs your life? And what are the aspects? What code are you using for each one of those programs? And mm. change if something doesn't feel good to you, feel yummy, delicious, 
what is it that's not yummy delicious and what is it that is yummy delicious what makes mm-hmm. you feel yummy what is it yeah. that makes you feel yummy mm-hmm. you know and then find start finding evidence for that instead of finding evidence for what you don't like because we could find evidence for what we don't like all day long i mean and frank um, she had yeah. every right to feel depressed to feel horrible to hate 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 and and you know being locked up like she was but being safe and locked up which is never knowing if you're ever going to be caught i mean talk about post traumatic yeah. stress whatever that you know that's that's a lot and then eventually yeah but it it's what drives you what beliefs drive your mm. program mm, i like that i like that because i think the beliefs i mean like we're saying it, it's factual to us whether it's negative or positive yeah it's factual and if you're out of touch with your beliefs then yeah. you're 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 doing the pen the swinging thing you're on that swinging bridge right you know and not i mean the actions go you're not controlling the actions right so we do get to be control freaks a little bit don't we yeah well we <laughs> I'm need a virgo to- i want to be a control well good we need to be control freaks <laughs> of our own behavior and our own self and our own beliefs, I think that's really important, which is that second B, which is behavior, because everything we do in life, because it's based on a belief, it it um, rules how we behave, mm-hmm. how we either react or how we respond. Responding to me comes from a sense of independence, comes from a sense of knowing who you are not trying to prove to anybody that, you know, you're more than whatever, whatever. And reacting comes from um, a place, I believe, that is comes from an, an, a sense of inadequacy, that we're mm-hmm. not enough. So we have to react in defense of something. We defend something. And then we start looking for the evidence so the ego can be right. Oh, that ego wants to be right so much. Oh, it does. We will find evidence to prove us right because of pride. And then the anger will be the rulers. And those are the beliefs. Do you believe pride? I mean, I I, w- I had an, an ex-husband who believed that pride and anger was more important, were more important than love. Hmm. And those as priorities because it made him so powerful. You yep. know, but love is that emotion that allows us to permeate all those other ones. Mm, It transcends. Right. It does. It does. It's bigger. And for some reason, we have the negative first as human beings. That is, I almost feel like that's why we're here on earth is to overcome that Mm. is a negative. Yeah. You know, because the, the, there's the fight or flight, stay in the middle, play dead, whatever you, you can choose those. But the true harmony comes when you don't have to do any of that. You know what I mean? You can actually truly live. Now, if you're in a situation that you need to fight or flight or play dead, do it. You know what I mean? And that's part of your independence. Like, you know, it's like just simple things. Like I remember friends getting really mad because we didn't go to some event with them. That meant something to them. But if we had, it would have set us back time and so, you know, it was, it was, and just, we really couldn't. And we knew if we went there, we weren't going to be able to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G, exactly. right? In regards to timing. And 
um, was of a major deadline thing. It was a very serious thing. And they got really pissed. And I thought, hmm. wow, you know, there's times to really sacrifice that is something really important. And if what we were going through was really, 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 really important, right. like really important. And I was just like, wow, okay. And I didn't, um, you, you do what you need to do for yourself at times. And I think that we forget that and we will keep doing things in our life without using the word no. And I think women have a very hard time until we learn this, that we will give our time to others all the time. It is okay to say no. You can volunteer for things, but you don't have to be the volunteer every single day for right. something. Or you know what I mean? For all the other volunteers. and Right, right. You know what I mean? You can do yeah. things, but I feel like independence comes from being having the right to say no, yes. having a responsibility to yourself to keep yourself happy. If you don't want to go out that night, don't go out. Exactly. Honor yeah. yourself. That's right. For yourself for your highest and greatest good. And when you do that, you honor yourself for the highest and greatest good and everyone else concerned. And the people that are unhappy or get mad if you don't decide to do what they want you to do, it's this. Like, wait a minute, you're taking the control back? You're, yep. you're not letting me go, duh, 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 duh. you know, you go yeah. here, go here. And and some people don't like that. Well, it that's their growth problem. Yeah, and I think that is something very interesting about the individuality, independence. The relationships in your life is really a big part of that because you don't want to, I think it was Khalil Gibran who says a relationship you is a tree. You have, you know, you come together, the harmony comes in the trunk, but you have your branch, they have their branch, and then you have your branch together, right? And you need to give each other room for growth. And whether I don't, it's a business relationship. I don't care what kind of relationship that, that, um, let people be individuals too. There's a word that's really important, I think, in our own evolution, and that's allow. When we allow for people to have their own human experience without yeah. us thinking that they have to have it this way or that way or that way or this way. Of course, when, when we see people who are hateful and yeah. who do hateful crimes and who hurt other people because they think they're better than somebody else, they're trying to take away that person's freedom. Mm -hmm. And they believe, again, it goes back, everything, I'm telling you, everything goes back to belief. Mm -hmm. They believe they are better than somebody else. They believe that because of the color of their skin or their gender or their religion or any anything that makes them better, believe that theirs is better than anybody else's. Mm -hmm which gives them the right to be condescending, which gives them the right to feel entitled, which gives them the right to be rude and unkind. And I'm hate. trying to keep my middle finger down right now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, independence is an interesting thing because how far do we take it? I mean, my beliefs are, you know, for the highest and greatest good, which means coming from the heart. Mm -hmm. Not coming from the head, not coming from ego that mm. wants to be right all the time and wants to be the best or wants to be better than. Or did your belief come from you or did it come from what's been handed down exactly. generally, generationally? Because I think when we look at 
prejudice and racism and all of this, it's something that's been handed down. You know, traditions are all great, but not if they're wrapped in cruelty. Exactly. And that includes animals. I, I mean, really, we don't need to, yeah. you know, kill an animal to go, yay, yay, yay. Yeah, exactly. You know, right. we can change, you know, it used to be, let's kill this animal and drink the blood. And now we have that spirit of the animal. Now we can go, let's look at the majestic and this, and this, you know, strength of this animal and embody the qualities and learn from the qualities. We don't need to kill it right. to embody it, you know? Right. And I like you, you use the word, two words, Evidence and evolution, two words that I think are very good. The E words, you went from the B's to the E's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But make yeah, what is truth? Yeah, if you're going to have these beliefs, right. start looking at, are they true? How true? What are you really? Like, I wonder how many people stand up for things that are evil and really realize that they're carrying something from somebody else. You know, we as we turn 18, 16, whatever age, we get to be independent individuals and become adults. It's part of being an adult is to start really formulating. We formulate the stuff younger, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. What beliefs were passed down to you and what mm -hmm. beliefs are yours? What, like you said, what beliefs are yours? What beliefs are passed down? And have you taken the time to discern whether or not you want to continue as you yeah. get older to believe in the things that were passed down to you? Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's an interesting thing when you're indoctrinated into a society of hatred because um, like the, uh, well, I don't want to mention anybody's movement or whatever, but there is a group of people that bring their children up to hate another group yes. of people. Oh, there's many of those. Yes. All around the world, actually. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so they're, you know, when they're five or four years old, they have television shows and i've seen this mickey mouse type of television shows where they sing about killing the group of people that mm -hmm. they want to hate and so they they bring them up it's and then they reward them when they go mm -hmm. kill the blank kill the blank mm -hmm. oh they that happens in up. africa too right the militias and stuff yeah so we are indoctrinated, we are conditioned as children to believe what the, the bigger group believes or the parents believe. Oh, that, yeah. And don't be the individual. Right. Oh, no, it's the majority rules. That's not true. Right. That is not true because art is always bucking the system. Right. And that's what art is there for. I, I encourage people to get more into the arts so that you understand that's true individualism. Right. When an artist doesn't, when they keep the integrity of their art, whether people like it or not, if they and they do it for a response, like you to make you feel something, you know, whether you like that feeling or not, you got you they it worked. Yes. I mean? Right. Exactly. So I, I kind of feel like I, I always turn to the arts because it's the true individualism of that and, well, and gets past the brainwashing. That's right. And the arts bypass the critical mind. So the mm. arts go straight to the heart, whether it's music or whether it's physical art or, you know, creative, art, whatever kind of art dance it go, it crosses, it bypasses the critical mind and goes straight to the, to the right side of the brain where you feel emotions, mm -hmm. you know, you start mm. to feel things you you're impacted by what you feel and what you see, your senses, mm -hmm. your senses are, are being stimulated. 
And mm. I think that's what art does. It, it helps when I know when um, uh, we were producing this musical play about teen suicide years and years ago, mm. these kids would come and see it. They were really um, mad about going on a field trip to some stupid musical play, right? They, they were from halfway houses and, and residential oh, wow. treatment centers and really angry, angry kids who wore spikes around their neck and you know, they were just, I don't want to go to no stupid play, right? Yeah, yeah. By the time the play ended, these kids were crying. They Aww. ended up crying because they, through the music, through the storyline, through the art, as you said, they were able to see themselves without personalizing it. Mm -hmm. They could see themselves in these different characters. They could see themselves in how they faltered, how they thought. And they could see redemption. Yeah, but and pain, pain, you know, the acting out with kids like that with, you know, I don't want to do this stupid thing. That comes from pain. I, I really believe that. I wonder, you know, we talk about how much mental health issues, how many, I mean, it, there just seems to be <clears throat> all kinds of mental health issues going on that weren't there before. Autoimmune and mental health, which I think there's going to be some connection down the road as well. Mm -hmm. But I'm wondering about this. I mean, obviously, mental illness has been around for centuries, but not as widespread, it doesn't seem like, unless we just didn't know. Um, I'm wondering how much of not doing the self-work, the self-care, self-knowledge, self-awareness work, right? Which you used to look at that it was egotistical, right? So that also i mean when you look at we've been to um historic buildings owned by quakers and they didn't have paintings and portraits of themselves in the in houses because that was vain you don't look in a mirror that's vain right it's vanity and especially for women you were kind of taught not to you know you're we were livestock basically back then right um so i wonder about how much survival has played into how we are now that's why i talk about that dna coming down and coming down that i feel like we've been carrying a lot of crap over years you know like hard crap that when you're busy in survival mode you're surviving you're not thinking about thriving if you're going through a genocide or you're going through anything like that right like i mean real serious stuff and then now we've got things a bit easier. Sure, we have some really horrific history in all countries. How much of that is there now on our shoulders? Wow, we went from surviving to fast food. <laughs> I don't think we had that much time in between. You know what I mean? Of an understanding how to um, actually understand how to live because everyone was surviving. Then things started to prosper, even through war, right? World War II made a lot of money. And then it's it just like now we're having martinis at four. And then next thing you know, the martinis came became McDonald's, you know. And so now we're in this such a fast-paced society where the value of understanding true simple pleasures have actually gone. So so is our mental health because our awareness is gone. Does that make, I know that's trying makes to make it make sense. sense. It's yeah. like if you win the lottery, 
lose all, you know the people majority of the people who win a lottery lose all their money right within a year or two because they haven't got that knowledge to understand financial planning and right yeah here's your take a couple grand and go be stupid in vegas but then stop right right, right. exactly so how independent are we really i mean we are we are products of our society we are products of our families we are products of conditioning we are mm-hmm. products of um i don't want to be a byproduct no, <laughs> I want to be my own product. <laughs> That's why self-reflection is really important. Mm-hmm. It really is important because when, even when we're in survival mode, we're not really stopping to say, well, how did I get here? What do I feel? How can I get out of this situation? Well, in order to get out of a situation, you have to understand what got you into the situation to begin with. And what was the mindset and the thinking that that transpired within us to get us into that survival mode? And and then are we victims of it? Does it what do we sometimes you really about? are? Sometimes, sometimes you really are. What do and we how are you gonna get out? Exactly. Do mm-hmm. we believe we can get out, or are we succumbing to the idea that we can't get out? I mean, um, the last several weeks, my adopted papa died. Mm, he was I'm sorry. Survivor. And mm. um, he was 98 years old when he died. And he, a survivor, I mean, he was a survivor. And the things that he saw were so horrific, you can't even imagine. So yes, he was a definite victim. So and he saw his whole family being killed in front of his eyes. Mm. So I'm there sorry. are things that that we cannot stop outside of us. The only thing we can do is, is deal with how we think about it and what we believe about it to mm-hmm. for us to be able to survive. Ellie Wiesel was another example. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, there were others who said, you know, that movie Life is Beautiful was based on uh, yeah. his child, how beautiful it was outside and too bad he's not tall enough to look out the window, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. And so it's how do we perpetuate beliefs that keep us wanting to live and and allowing thoughts them beliefs that yeah say- i actually believe that there, we we get into a survival mode and and maybe very necessary right um I, you look at this country right now our middle class um the middle class economy yeah. is falling yeah. So a lot of people, I mean, really smart people, AI's coming in. Um, yeah. We've just covered a lot of this recently on a documentary and interview and things. And you're, you're getting people who've worked hard, did everything, went to college, paid off their student loans, did the work. Right. The American dream. Right. Right. And getting, you know, evicted because they got laid off because a computer took over their job. Exactly. And. But that's where, so then there's survival mode happens, which you absolutely, you better have the survival kick in, right? You better have that thing happen. And I wonder about our brains, if we, even in that really desperate time, look beyond survival and go to thrive and um, simple beauties, like simple things like a flower means something. I'm not saying, you know, you need to think about winning the lottery like when you're like maybe really in a desperate financial situation 
don't start just daydreaming about the lottery, but go a little bit higher above survival in a way. I almost feel like if we keep, we're almost limiting ourselves because of the situation that you're in at this moment. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Makes perfect sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And do we succumb to it? I mean, and then when push comes to shove, how does our creativity kick in? Mm -hmm. How how do we break through to um, possibilities that mm -hmm. we didn't think about before? Mm -hmm. And so again, it goes back to well, do we believe that it's possible to break through the the limit of possibilities? Do yeah. we believe it? Mm -hmm. believe it's possible to break through these limited possibilities or our situation and make things better or do we believe we're just that's the way it is mm -hmm. can't do anything about it and I just need to allow and surrender to what is and there's no way out I mean what what form do these beliefs take on and how do they thrust us forward and deeper into our life. And what does it all mean? Is it mm. just to get something in life? Or is it the quality of life that we're living in mm -hmm. the getting? Yeah. In the getting. Yeah. So I believe it's the journey. And, you know, sometimes we get stuck in the muck. And allowing that to be okay for a while is okay. It's when we start judging ourselves and feeling bad about it that we get in even deeper. Mm -hmm. we're not allowing the human experience to be what it is a human experience. and you're allowed to screw up yeah you're allowed to do something bad um like i said this on a show with someone else and and i was like oh i'm gonna get in trouble with you know people people do bad things there are very cruel people there are but there's a reason why i always go there's a reason why you can't you know just the most horrific people that commit such horrendous you know, kill people, all that kind of stuff, right? But there's a reason why. What what was, you know, there's, I always go like, nobody just decided, hey, I'm going to be an axe murderer. You, you know what I mean? It didn't little just, baby. Oh, look at the little baby. Yeah, can, can I go to college for that? You know, no, it, it wasn't, that's not what happened. So there's real reasoning. And yeah, we don't want them in our society around us and hurting our friends and family or anything, but there's a reason why. And I feel like society as a whole, we've got to work on ourselves individually. But I do really think like the work you're doing, I think it's something that we need to do as a society is start to look at it societally and, and individually, obviously. That's a very, in, if we all did our individual work, we'd probably have a better society. Mm -hmm. But I think we just brush things off as black and white, this and that. Oh, this person's an axe murderer but we keep forgetting why and trying to fix the why and give those tools. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you look at kids and by the time kids could go through some really terrible conditioning, brainwashing out all those things we want to talk about. We don't, none of us want to, by the time they're 20, they could be so messed up by what's happened in their past, you know, or their childhood without society stepping in. That's kind of where I'm at. I feel, I just feel like independence is not just your own. It's about, we have a responsibility as independent human beings to help the others mm -hmm. and to kind of work, to work together for a better society on a global front. Right. Because we feed each other. 
We yeah. elevate, we have the ability and the possibility and the opportunity to feed each other, to feed each other nourishment, to feed each other mm-hmm. um, positive things that help us feel better. To me, yeah. that better is another one of those B words that that just makes us okay that the the that there's progress in our life. If we feel uh, I know when my clients feel from before they talk to me to after they talk to me and I say, how do you feel now? And they go better. I'm like, success. That's awesome. Yes. Because when we feel better, what do we feel better than we did before? And feel more loving and And happier to other people. All of the above. Happier to other people. Yeah. 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 And allowing ourselves to feel better, giving ourselves permission to be happy and permission to have a good life and permission to feel okay, even though people are suffering on the other side of the world or next door. Yeah. And suffering and the people I know, like the poorest people I know will give you more than someone who isn't on that, on that level, you know? Yeah. Um, They'll go share their food with you. You know, Yeah. here's our last meal, but please come join us. Right. Right. You know, it just, yeah, and independence is responsibility, but it's a very delicious responsibility yes. once you step into it, you know? It's when we ignore the independence and we ignore the responsibility that we get ourselves into all kinds of doo-doo. I don't right. want the doo-doo. Yeah, it's no, me stinky. Too. Yucky. yucky. I don't like it. We want the yummy. That's right. Oh, yummy, delicious. Not the yucky. Don't don't tell everybody yucky. about your yummy, delicious course on your site and everyone, Shelly Wizen dot com and I'll have a link there and everything in the show notes. Yeah, so I've created a just a darling um, six module uh, online self study course. Talk about going inside with yourself, and it's called Create a Yummy Delicious Life. And we talk about these basic principles, bringing you into what you believe, how you behave, who you become, because they're just all tied together. And I give you this um, formula that you can change literally anything in your life by being aware, by um, making a choice, Mm. by taking action. So you kind of break everything down. I like to break it down into simple steps that people can take and apply. The most important, Mm. when you apply something, if it's too complicated, we won't apply it. I can use myself as a perfect example of that. But um, when it's simple for me, I go, oh, all I have to do is that, that, and that. Okay, I'm going to do that, that, and that. And it helps me to shift and change my mm. mindset. And um, yeah, I've got some other uh, programs on there called a 30-day mindset shift, which you get 30 days of reminders of just things to think about that make you feel better. They That's make awesome. you mindful of yourself. And, mm-hmm. and I just want to give people tools that they can use in order to feel better in their lives and, and be happier and go, get to where they want to go faster than mm-hmm and not I like to no. find accelerated ways of getting to where you want to go yeah because it's life is short man it's we short. don't have dilly dally time unless it's something fun and we're eating cake right and I want so- that chocolate cake yeah yeah Ooh, I had the best carrot cake last night oh you did I love carrot cake oh it was good time huh? oh carrot oh. cake is good carrot yeah, cake is very good. good and it's healthy it's a vegetable it is the whole thing. They even have a little <laughs> carrot on the icing. <laughs> See, there you go. It's just proof. It's the evidence. There That's it right. is. We're back to the evidence. 
<laughs> and the evolution of my weight from it. Well, I want yeah. the dogs, so that's there all good. Go, there you go. <laughs> Shelly, it's always a pleasure having you on the show. Everybody, Shelly is here every first Sunday. Go to ShellyWizen.com. Keep up with us at BigBlendRadio.com. And here's to independence and, yes. you know, happy living. Happy Thank living. You. Yes. A yummy, delicious life. See? That's right. Happy living a yummy, delicious life.